0: InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Is your car subject to a recall? And if so, does it really matter? Our next guest has the answers. He's Patrick Olson, Editor-in-Chief of Carfax. Patrick, what is Carfax all about? Just briefly tell us what your mission is. Sure. Historically,
1: Carfax has been a vehicle history company. So ever since 1984, we have focused on making sure that we track what happens to a car during its lifetime. So that could be registrations and safety inspections, oil changes, hopefully it never happens, but if there's accidents or damage, we track that. And of course we track, you know, when it gets sold again and again and again, we don't provide the owner information, but we can let you know it was sold at 20,000 miles, maybe again at 100,000 miles. And all of that creates a report that's incredibly useful for car shoppers to know the, the health and the, basically the life of the car that they're considering.
0: All right, well, today we're talking about recalls, and there are two types of recalls I want you to explain. Do not drive and park outside. What do those mean?
1: Sure, so those are very, what we call urgent recalls. So all recalls are important. and If you get a recall notice, you should get the work done. But these recalls stand out a little bit. So the do not drive recall is when the automaker and the federal government have said, you know what, park the car, we'll go get a tow truck, we will tow it to a dealership, we'll get the work done for free and bring it back to you. A park outside recall is when they don't want you to park it inside your garage, they don't want you to park it next to your garage, and frankly, they would prefer it if you parked it somewhere down the street, because the risk of fire is just so high. So these are recalls where the problem has such a dire possible outcome that that needs really urgent attention.
0: So 2.5 million vehicles have been issued as safety recall, and yet they're still unrepaired. Is this a pretty serious issue?
1: Well, I think it's a very serious issue. I think what we're experiencing in this country is a little bit of recall fatigue, and the 2.5 million was the amount remaining as of May 1st that had not been repaired. That number has gone up by another more than 700,000 since May 1st. So it's a big problem, and it's a growing problem. And I think the issue is trying to find a way to reach consumers and to sort of shake them out of their apathy and understand you got to get these problems fixed now.
0: If a consumer discovers or remembers that there is a recall on their vehicle, what steps should they take?
1: First step is Find your local dealer of the same brand that the car is. It doesn't matter if that's where you bought it or not. You could have bought a car in California, now you live in New York. Find a local, let's say, for example, Ford dealership in New York. They can do the work for you. They'll set up an appointment and they'll get the work done for free. The issue for a lot of people is they don't know whether or not they have a recall, and if you go to carfax.com slash recall, you can put in your vehicle identification number or your driver's license uh, plate information, and we will tell you for free immediately whether or not there's an unfixed recall.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people move all the time in the United States. They're always moving around, and the car company doesn't necessarily know where you are. We're talking with Patrick Olson, Editor-in-Chief of Carfax, and we're talking about car recalls. Can you discuss the most well-known issues that have prompted recalls? Sure. So there's a couple
1: that are very well-known. So there's the Takata airbag issue. So in these airbags, there is a problem with the chemicals where over time, given enough heat and humidity, where these chemicals react badly and overexplode and it turns the metal ring that surrounds the airbag into shrapnel, and that sends that metal into the car. As a result of that, in this country, more than 20 people have been killed. More than 400 people have been injured because of that. That's probably the most famous, but there are other Do Not Drive recalls out there for things such as faulty transmissions, faulty bumpers, things like that. The park outside, the most famous one, is the Hyundai and Kia fires that happen very often in the engine. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has documented more than 3,000 fires nationwide based on those models. So these are pretty serious outcomes.
0: Is there a certain demographic or geographic area that seems to be more prone to these recall issues?
1: You know what? So we crunched the numbers, and the top three states are California, Texas, and Florida. And yes, I mean, more people means more cars means more recalls. But honestly, it is a problem everywhere in the country. It doesn't matter if it's big cities or rural areas. All 50 states have more than 5,000 of these cars on them. And in those three states, they all have about a quarter of a million of these cars on the road. So it is everywhere.
0: Consumer recall notice fatigue. I guess that's when people get you know one postcard after another and they just start throwing them away. How can we counter that effect?
1: Well, I think that's a good point. I think a lot of people, when they get it, they think it's a marketing scam or they think it's some kind of extended warranty scam and they throw it away. I think the other issue that happens a lot is very well-intentioned people see a recall notice and they put it aside and it sits for weeks. Weeks become months, months become years. And they say, you know what? Nothing has happened to me, so I must be in the clear by now. And nothing can be further from the truth.
0: What kind of efforts are the state and federal governments and the auto industry doing to help these car recall issues get addressed?
1: We work at Carfax with the Alliance for Automotive Innovation, which is almost all of the automakers in the U.S., and we've created what's called the Vehicle Recall Search Service. And now about uh, half a dozen states, California, New York, Texas, Illinois, Maryland, and some others use the service whenever there is either a registration, re-registration need, or a safety inspection need. And they will run the VINs of those cars and will notify those owners that they have an unfixed recall. And so that's a great way for that. But I know that automakers also are very, very concerned about getting these recalls fixed. The reality is the average car on the road today is 12 and a half years old. And so we're talking about a third, fourth, fifth owner of that car. By the time it gets that old. And so automakers have, particularly in the Takata airbag case, I know they've hired private detectives. They have sent people to individual stores to try to notify them of what's going on. But it is a large, large problem. You know, all told in this country, there are more than 50 million unfixed recalls out there. So it is a problem that consumers, unfortunately, it's not they doing, but they need to embrace it and they need to get their cars fixed.
0: Now, this is just anecdotal, but I know someone who got a recall notice. It may have been on the airbag that you mentioned. They contacted the dealer, and the dealer said, Oh, they're a year behind on that. Just don't worry about it, it'll take time. What if a consumer hears that? Some parts, you know, unfortunately,
1: there are recalls that are issued now where the remedy is not yet identified. But what I would do is I would call the automaker and say, okay, when is that coming, how long is it going to take? And I would also check with other dealerships in the area because not every dealership may be lacking the parts or may be lacking the bay time or service to get that work done. So I don't think any dealer is turning away recall work. They certainly get paid for that. But certainly there are limits to the amount of time and space that they have. So as a consumer, I would reach out to the automaker on their consumer help lines and push them for more assistance.
0: Patrick, we may have listeners wondering if their car is one of the many that are in the recall state. Are there particular brands that are very prone to recall?
1: Well, I would say that recalls affect all brands. And let's take Takato, for example. Those airbags are in more than 50 million vehicles from more than 19 automakers. So unfortunately, as automakers develop cars, particularly more and more complex cars, these issues pop up in a lot of unexpected ways. And as they last longer and longer, certainly I think much longer than automakers originally expected them to last, I think we're gonna see these things crop up. But I do believe that automakers are working hard to get these recalls repaired. And honestly, you know, for them, it's a badge of their quality to try to have fewer and to get them fixed. That is why they put such effort into trying to get it fixed.
0: Patrick, could you again tell us how people can look up their car using Carfax?
1: Sure. There are two good ways, and they're both absolutely free. So one, you can put your vehicle identification number or your license plate information on Carfax.com recall, and we will tell you for free whether or not your car has an unfixed recall. The other thing you can do is prepare for the future and download the Carfax Car Care app by just registering your car. Again, there's no charge. You can't buy anything in this app, but it will track. And if a new recall is issued, we will alert you. So there were a bunch of big recalls in May, for example, but they were for vehicles from 2004 to 2016. So it was you know, almost 10 years after the fact for some of those cars. And so rather than having you as a consumer have to check each month using our app, we will alert you if and when a new safety recall has been issued for your vehicle.
0: Patrick Olson, Editor-in-Chief of Carfax. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Chris, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.